Americans right now to come back here and visit the same terror on Americans here. Number one, we need to not let into this country any American who is fighting with ICE. And the Republican Texas Governor Rick Perry sounding like a candidate. When leaders stop listening to the people, when they rob power from the people in the states, when they trample on the rule of law, it is time for them to go. I'm Chris Barnes, The Blaze News. Cops get help on a case from an unlikely source. The Blaze Radio's Greg Moore with details. In Philadelphia, a bird with a dirty mouth helps cops break an abduction case. A five-year-old girl says she was kidnapped, taken to a house, and sexually assaulted. The girl said she was made to wear a blindfold, but that she could hear a talking bird somewhere in the house. The girl also getting a look at the back of the house before she was taken to a park and abandoned. A cop getting a tip about a house where a 19-year-old woman lived whose foul-mouthed bird cussed at investigators. The woman was arrested. She says police have the wrong person. I'm Ken Stevens with news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. Hi, everybody. Chet Reynolds from the KFNX Weather Center. Well, dry air and abundant sunshine remain in our forecast for this beautiful Sunday. Look for a daytime high of 108 this afternoon and for tonight, clear skies or overnight temps in the low 80s. Chet Reynolds, Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 106 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks. Here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Investors try to predict market trends, but the key to successful investing is eliminating guesswork and emotion. So an investment model based on key indicators yields stronger returns. Arlington Capital Management has successfully implemented a model called Proactive Asset Allocation Strategy, or PAS. It eliminates guesswork, timing, and the outdated buy-and-hold strategy. For example, the PAS model shifted to cash in 08, avoiding the bear market and 49% decline in the S&P, then shifted back in 09 when the S&P gained 110%. I'm Joel Lepresti, president of Arlington Capital and creator of our proprietary PAS investment model, which addresses the questions of when to buy, what to own, and when to sell. I'd like to offer you our current PAS weekly update without obligation for your review. Please call 855-471-5796. That's 855-471-5796. Or request it online at arlington-capital.com. Empowered Investing with Joe Lepresti every Monday at 4 p.m. Would you like to come on my radio show and talk about what you do? I'm Carol Blonder, the host of Networking Arizona. I created a show where you can get yourself heard by thousands of listeners. You also get a podcast of the show so you can put it on your website. Heard Tuesdays and Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m. It's a drive-time, prime-time show. Call me and book your spot at 602-228-4629. Get the word out about what you do. Visit my website, networkingarizona.net. Welcome to this week's The Prepper Pat Show, where your host, Tony Tangelis, will discuss self-reliance as a lifestyle choice and offer useful resources to help keep your family prepared for the challenges you could be facing. Preppers, we're here on the radio and we have our issue of The Prepper Patch Radio Show and our guest today is C.L. Ferris and she's going to be do- talking about death by dehydration. So if you want to have some uh, preps for getting through a... Uh, collapse where you have uh, the ability to purify and hydrate yourself. That'll be your takeaway today. And I want to kind of mention some of the other shows we have coming up. 
September is National Preparedness Month. So we're starting off the first Sunday in September, next Sunday. We're going to have Jeff Gleason, the Berkey guy. He's going to follow up on what CL Fairs talks about today and actually offer some solutions for people for water purification and uh, uh, water cleansing and uh you know, preparing your water if you have some dirty water and you need to drink in an emergency. His Berkey water filters are fantastic. He's been a fixture at our Prepper Fest Expos, and he will be with us at our next expo, October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. Then going in through the rest of September, we are going to have two of the big prepper groups. There's a big East Valley prepper group called Mesa Are You Prepared? And that's ran by my good friends David and Michelle Waller. And then on the West Valley, there's the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival and Preparedness Group ran by my good friends Chris and, and Mike. And uh, they are both going to be on uh, in the next two consecutive weeks. That'll be uh, uh, the second and third weekend in September. And then we're going to have CL Ferris back on in the fourth weekend in September to talk about uh, post-civ. So that's going to be it's post-civilization. There's a big movement now that people are getting involved in this post-civ movement. Which is, which is a corollary to the prepper movement. Okay. The prepper movement's preparing for, for difficult times. And then the post-civ movement is going to be acknowledging that those times are likely to come at some time in our lifetime and what the world's going to be like post-civilization collapsing. The world's not going to end. Nobody ever, I never say that. I don't believe the world's going to end, but there could be some, uh, ch- changes and disruptions to our current way of life. And, uh, yeah. so we, we, uh, want to, uh, share with CL and, and the audience all of that. Then um, September 20th, I will be speaking at the North Scottsdale Christian Church. It's on the northwest corner of Dynamite and Pima. I'll be speaking there at 9.45 a.m. I'm going to be doing my intro to prepping class. It's a it's a it's an introductory thing about the whole prepping movement. So if you have your friends and family that are in the normalcy bias, and you're you're you really your heart is to really wake them up, this is going to be the show to bring your friends and family to. It's at the North Scottsdale Christian Church. It's on the northwest corner of Dynamite and Pima starting at 9.45 a.m. on, on uh, September 20th. I believe that's a Saturday morning. So, uh, well, let's, let's get right to our show. Our takeaway, this show is called Death by Dehydration. We have C.L. Ferris on the line. And, and the takeaway is going to be how to not die uh, by having good plan for water, uh, purification and sanitation. C.L. Ferris, welcome to the Prepper Patch. Thank you, Tony. Good afternoon. Well, I'm really excited to have you on the show. You know, of course, here in Arizona, water is water's life everywhere, but here it's a little more near and dear to life because we have these triple-digit temperatures that start in May and go through mid-October. And uh, sometimes we have uh, uh, last three years. Now, this year's been a, a, an unusually mild summer. In fact, this is the coolest August I've ever experienced in the 33 years I've been here. Um, today's not too cool. I think the high's 106. But we've had we, – we often have uh, – in excess of 25 to 30 days over 110 degrees here. And, 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 and what's really noticeable about this year is the lows have been really low all throughout our summer. The last three or four years, the lows in Arizona have been in, at, the, at the best case in the high 80s and often low in mid-90s. We've had lows 92, 93, 94. They keep talking about at some point we're going to have our first 100-degree 100, 100 low uh, uh, temperature, and that's, and that's just going to be crazy. But this summer we've had we've had really mild a mild summer. The lows have been in the 70s or the low 80s, and I keep looking at the forecast. The lows like you know 78, 77. That makes a big difference between 95 and 77 for the low. But enough about me. Let's talk about you and uh, give us a little background with your with our listeners of how you got into the prepping movement and the and all of this. Uh, okay, Tony. I woke up in about 92. 
um, and started connecting some dots. And like a lot of your listeners, I'm sure they started realizing that there was a much bigger picture out there. And the the future wasn't looking very bright. Uh, in fact, as we get ready to prep, and I and I heard you talking about uh, post fib earlier. Um, you know, it's it's not just about physical preparation. You know, it's it's understanding that it's basically a before, during, and after mindset. Um, hopefully, there will be a number of us that make it to the other side, but water is going to be a key indicator for a lot of people because we know as we meet people and you and I do expos and seminars and things all over the country and and we talk to people and they they basically rattle off the standard answers of food, water, firearms, ammo, shelter. It's like yeah. <clears throat> but if you want to go on websites like Mayo Clinic and WebMD um, you know, they have an awful lot to say about the the essential element, water, and the fact that we basically have seven days, give or take, um, to remain alive if we aren't consuming water. Yeah, out here in Arizona, they often use the number three, three days without water, I think three uh, weeks without food. Um, yeah, in Arizona, seven days. I, I think it would, here it'd be a little tougher for our for our listening. Yeah, audience. I, in fact, in fact, I used to live in Sedona, and my parents still live in Sun City West, outside of Phoenix. So, I am familiar with um, the Arizona climate, to be sure. Um, and yes, I've heard uh, as little as three days, and a lot of that is dependent on um, you know your overall health. Um, how hydrated you are going into a crisis, um, what the weather conditions are at the time. Um, but <clears throat> let's get into this a little bit because okay. although I think a lot of your listeners are overall familiar with the fact that we need to drink water uh, and they understand that it you know, is part of all the functions of our body, I don't think they realize how dehydration um, plays into how well we can bug out, bug in, or survive in any particular place. For instance, um, being able to recognize the initial stages of dehydration and then knowing what symptoms to be looking for as it gets more severe and also um, knowing how to help someone who is severely dehydrated reverse those symptoms. We, we can kill them anyway if we don't know how to reintroduce um, the right amounts and the right um, fluids into them. Um, my, my biggest concern going forward because most of us believe it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, is for the large populations in our major cities. Because 
it really doesn't matter which scenario happens first, whether it's an EMP detonation or it's a seismic disruption um, or the water mains have broken or worse yet, when you're talking about a major metropolitan area, the big concern is contamination of the public water supply. Absolutely. And, Ciel, we're coming up on our first break here in about one more minute. Um, we, sh- we should probably try to structure this around a bug-in and a bug-out scenario. What to do if you're in the city and, and how to plan to bug out. Obviously, you can't haul a, tremen- a tremendous amount of water re- when you bug out, but maybe you can take a water filter with you, like a Berkey-style filter or, or mm-hmm. Life Straw or whatever. And, uh, and we'll, uh, you know, let's kind of go in that direction, a bug-in and a bug-out situation. Bug-in, of course, you could do some 55-gallon barrels and, and, and some of the other things like that. Works for me. And, um, uh, and then, so, we've got about 30 seconds. What, share with our listeners, what's the most important thing to have to be properly prepared for, for water, for water needs? We have 30 seconds before our break. Well, first of all, just recognizing the fact that, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you've got a 15 year supply of food and all of the ammo you could ever fire if you don't have enough water, um, you know, those provisions are going to end up going to somebody else down the road. Yeah, fantastic. All right, so we'll come up on our first break. When we come back, we're going to have more with C.L. Ferris on her class, Death by Dehydration. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on KFNX. I'm your host, Tony Tangalos, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Alcoholmakers.com offers distilling equipment to make E85 ethanol, fuel that can power your car, generator, or anything else that runs on gasoline. Take ditch weeds, grass, or sugar water, and a little yeast, and in a few days it will provide the mash you can distill into pure alcohol. Turn seawater into pure drinking water. Learn how you can legally and affordably secure your own energy independence by creating your own fuel alcohol through distillation. Call 480-226-2128 or visit alcoholmakers.com. American Ready Gear provides serious outdoorsmen the tools to survive. They offer waterproof fire starter chips that provide more than six minutes of steady and reliable flame, even in the wettest of conditions. Or use the fire starters for fuel in their solid steel handheld backpacking camp stove to boil water or heat individual meals. American Ready Gear products are proudly made in the USA. You can find them at AmericanReadyGear.com and on Amazon. American Ready Gear, are you ready? We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. Order the Berkey Light System today. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Do you want to know the truth about buying gold? 
Research your precious metals investments today. Read How to Buy the Right Gold and the Dangers of Buying Gold at CMIGS.com. CMIGS was founded in 1973 by my father, Bill Haynes, a pioneer in the precious metals industry. CMI Gold and Silver offers 35 years of experience and insight to help you choose the right precious metals investment for you. We buy, sell, and trade. Research your gold and silver investment today at CMIGS.com. Looking to improve your Prucker radio capabilities? Get a powerful 5-watt VHF UHF handheld radio with a lithium-ion battery belt clip and antenna for just $69. Mention Ham Radio and get our amateur radio internet training course for just $22.50. Remember, when cell phone towers are down, Ham Radio still works. RF Gear to Go, your Arizona radio communication source. Call toll-free 1-866-448-4327. That's 1-866-448-4327. Helton Tool is Arizona's discount tool distributor. In addition to power tools, they sell tools for everyday life, such as Revereware, Chicago Cutlery, and Wise Emergency Foods. Great gifts for the holidays, they carry toys and many household items, including heaters, humidifiers, and roasters. Visit HeltonTool.com for all your everyday needs and holiday gifts. Find your next great deal at Helton Tool. That's HeltonTool.com. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, prepper, Preppers, we're back with CL, CL Ferris, and we're going to be talking about death by dehydration. As we were going to break, CL, we were discussing what is the most important thing, and of course you were mentioning uh, having safe water to drink. Uh, we don't have a break coming up on our in face right now, so go ahead and give us, give us a little in-depth in on that. Hi, Tenny. Um, if uh, your listeners have been watching what's going on in California right now, we, we all know that there are pockets of drought throughout the southwest, but as of the 28th of August, your residents in East Portoville, uh, California had their wells run dry. I mean, this is a an area that has about 7,300 residents, and 300 of those houses had no water. So one of the things I want to point out to the listeners is that we don't have to wait until the hooey hits the fan to be concerned about water, because it's happening now. So it it's prudent it's proactive to to know uh what you can do about water at this time if if there is an imminent concern a lot of people have been instructed to fill bathtubs full of water um and or drain their hot water heaters because what that will do, I mean, you ask me, you know, in a, in a bug-in situation when, when you can't necessarily go, um, is at least that would give you a quantity of water to be able to address your immediate needs, like, um, like maybe washing some clothes or maybe being able to keep, you know, some dishes washed um, or at least having some water to be able to flush toilets. Um, in the East 
Potterville situation. They brought in a 5,000-gallon water tank for the residents to help with the flushing of the toilets and some irrigation. Um, And then what they did was they came in and they were distributing 12 gallons of water per person um, in the area, and this was supposed to be about a three-week supply. So one of the things that I want to point out to people is, you know, this is not something that we we um, are looking at in the future. This is something that's going on now. Um, but let's talk about um, recognizing a situation when water is not available, okay? Because we we basically know that water is good for us. We basically know that our body uses it, etc. But I, I want to talk about recognizing some of the early stages and some of the things that can be done because there will be people. Unfortunately, I believe a large number of people that will die with water-related issues. Okay. Um, yeah. For instance, um, if we are talking about recognizing um, dehydration, one of the, the first things, one of the first signs is a change in the color of the urine. Um, for people who are well hydrated, urine is typically clear or has a slight tint. But for people that are beginning stages of dehydration, the color of urine can go from a dark yellow to a deep amber color. Um, the body is also recognizing the fact that it is going into a dehydration stage, and so it will hold its fluids. So another sign um, of early dehydration is a decrease in the frequency of urine uh, of urination. I have, a, I have a question about that because I've been looking into this on the food side of things. Does the body uh, going into that preservation mode, holding on to that urine longer and longer, does that in, in essence to a certain degree increase some of the body reabsorbing some of the toxic stuff that's in that urine or the, or the waste that's supposed to be expelled from the body, making the person, reintroducing it back into the bloodstream in essence and, and making the person less healthy and, and less, uh, you know, less fit? You know, that's a really good question, Tony, and I am not um, a doctor. I do not have any kind of medical background, just a crazy researcher. Um, and so my, my you know, preliminary answer on that would, it would have to be um, because, because you're talking about higher and higher concentrations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the other things that I am very, very concerned about, and I think this is going to happen in massive numbers, unfortunately, is people are going to get desperate, and they are going to, quote-unquote, take their chances, and they will eat tainted food, and they will drink water that they suspect may not be up to par, and that's that's going to absolutely accelerate the situation tremendously because at that point people may be experiencing vomiting fever and diarrhea um, and on top of that that will also be compounded by the fact that they are losing minerals and nutrients 
Um, one of the things that I think is kind of a myth that I would like to dispel, Tony, is people think thirst is um, one of the first indicators of dehydration. Yeah. And for for those listeners of yours that happen to be age 50 or above, that is a concern because what research tells us is if people are over the age of 50, many times they their ability to recognize thirst is diminished. We also know that um, seniors may find that they have uh, a little more trouble regulating, um, well, Our age, uh, as we get older, our our age affects several things. I, I know this is sounding a little bit graphic to some of your listeners, so I'm kind of wanting to uh, rethink some of the things I want to share with them. But um, other signs of dehydration are a dry mouth, a swollen tongue. It's very common to see headaches and dizziness and lightheadedness. Um, one of the big signs, of course, is constipation because the body doesn't have the kind of fluids that it's used to uh, to be able to f- flush out its wastes. Um, another um, outside sign is excessively dry skin, and and that continues to be a an outside sign when you are well hydrated. If you um, grab a fold of your skin, it will very quickly bounce back. But in someone who is going into uh, late stages of dehydration, if you grab that skin, it doesn't bounce back. And so um, one of the things that I also want to bring up to your listeners is the fact that the the people that are very much affected by this are certainly seniors and children because the onset of dehydration in those age groups can happen very very quickly yeah and especially um, especially with senior citizens i mean you know uh, all senior citizens are at at potential risk of things like stroke uh, blood clots um, you know, all these things where, where, uh, something happens in the blood supply that adversely impacts their health. And the further along they're down the road of dehydration, the, um, more likely it is that those types of things can occur. You know, the blood can thicken, it can cause a clot, uh, it, Absolutely. you know, and, and, and they could actually be, they could, they could have a serious adverse impact from a blood related, uh, uh, problem that's a consequence of the de- dehydration before they actually die from the dehydration itself. So oh, um, you you are you are absolutely on the money with that, Tony. Yeah. Um, and and many times when you're talking about the the older population, they are already dealing with health issues, yeah. um, and they may be on a number of medications. Yeah. See, I'll hold that um, thought. We're up on our second break now. The show's going real fast. We'll be right back with uh, the prepper patch. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. 
coverage you can count on around the clock. News, Jim Howell on weather, and the KFNX traffic team. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. This is the Blaze Radio News. I'm Dave Perkins. The House Intel Committee Chairman says the United States, in terms of foreign policy, is in free fall. Here's the Blaze Radio's Tom Peets. Michigan Republican and Chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Congressman Mike Rogers, says America's Arab League allies have given the president plenty of opportunity over the past two years to come up with a strategy. They were asking for intelligence and coordination and helping lead the effort of which uh, folks to vet to give weapons and money in Syria uh, and and at least some strategic guidance in the in the region. The pre- president rejected that. That was his decision. And we watched it progressively get worse. Rogers on Fox News Sunday. I'm Tom Peace. The Blaze News. The world is watching ISIS grow and strengthen influence and watching an American president who doesn't even have a policy for dealing with that. And now, new information on the plans of ISIS. Here's the Blaze Radio's Chris Vermillion. Foreign Policy Magazine reporting that it has recovered a Dell laptop owned by a member of ISIS and including instructions on how to weaponize the bubonic plague. Other files on the device turn out to be documents that provide ideological justifications for jihadi organizations. They include videos of Osama bin Laden, manuals on how to make bombs, instructions for stealing cars, as well as lessons on how to use disguises in order to avoid getting arrested while traveling from one spot to another. I'm Chris Vermillion, The Blaze News. And no new information yet on Joan Rivers. Three days ago, arriving in cardiac arrest at Mount Sinai Hospital's emergency clinic in New York in a medically induced coma since then, her daughter Melissa arriving quickly to be by her side. Little information about the procedure she was undergoing or what might have gone wrong, but so far on life support, Joan Rivers still hanging on and millions hoping for a miracle. I'm Dave Perkins. This is news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. Hi, everybody. Chet Reynolds from the KFNX Weather Center. Well, dry air and abundant sunshine remain in our forecast for this beautiful Sunday. Look for a daytime high of 108 this afternoon and for tonight, clear skies or overnight temps in the low 80s. Chet Reynolds, Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 106 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks, here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. What will you do when your stored supplies run out? Are you prepared? Hostel Hair provides equipment and education you need to control your own infinite food supply. We have live food storage systems, rabbits, quail, and other urban livestock for any situation and strategy. Don't be limited by what's on the shelves. Get started with an infinite food source today. Get prepped. Stay fed with Hostel Hair. Call 480-331-3761, 480-331-3761, or visit HostelHair.com. Increase your family's comfort, boost your home resale, and improve your loved one's fire safety with solid concrete construction from ICF Specialist. For home or business, insulated concrete form construction will also lower utility bills and reduce indoor pollutants. Get educated about insulated concrete form construction at ICFSpecialist.com. From a small addition to a whole house or even a warehouse, your best value in building is ICFSpecialist.com. 
A good knife is a critical tool for your survival. At LeesCutlery.com, we specialize in new and pre-owned custom production vintage and military knives. Buying and selling and trading knives since 1998, Lee is only happy when you are. That's why LeesCutlery.com offers free domestic shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get your most critical survival tool online at LeesCutlery.com or check the Gun and Knife Show link at LeesCutlery.com and pay us a visit at an upcoming show. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, we're back with CL Ferris talking about death by dehydration and the takeaway is how to avoid uh, de- death by not being dehydrated and how to avoid that. So I want to mention a few other things. If you go to PrepperFestExpo.com or PrepperFestAZ.com, either place, we'll take you to our website where we have on there uh, all sorts of links to Facebook and Twitter, uh, all our past shows, our past episodes of the Prepper Patch radio show. You can also go to iTunes, uh, the Prepper Patch, or Podbeam, the Prepper Patch, and catch up, uh, catch a lot of our shows there. We'll eventually have all of them on there, uh, but we have some of them there right now. Also, please like us on Facebook, the Prepper Patch or PrepperFest Expo, and uh, follow us on Twitter at the Prepper Patch and PrepperFest Expo. We're going to be doing increasing amounts of uh, free ticket giveaways uh, through our social media, and we'd like you to participate in that so you can have an opportunity to win free tickets and also prizes as we approach our PrepperFest Expo. PrepperFest Expo is a semi-annual trade show where we invite uh, hundreds of vendors, and we have dozens and dozens of classes, and we have thousands of people attend. The cost is $12 with a $2 discount coupon. It's $10. If you go to our website, which is PrepperFestExpo.com, you can download a coupon uh, on our flyer and uh, get the $2 off. And uh, these shows are every April and October. Our next show is coming up October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. And we're going to have an all-star lineup of speakers, including Joel Skousen, Sheriff Richard Mack, Marjorie Wildcraft. We're going to have Rachel Linden of GMO Free Arizona. Shane Krauser, uh, just, a, just a whole list of speakers. Dr. Prepper himself will be there uh, having his books on sale for half their normal price. So we hope to see you at PrepperFest Expo. And uh, follow us on all our social media, like us, and follow us so we can get the word out about the expo that we're doing, which is all about helping people prepare for an increasingly uncertain future. Okay, CL, we were talking about some of the indications of dehydration. I think we covered that. Changes in color of the urine, decrease in urination, uh, headaches, dizziness, constipation, and dry skin. And that thirst is not a preliminary sign of dehydration. Once someone starts feeling thirsty, they're actually well on their way. Um, let's share a little bit with our listeners about how as dehydration goes untreated, how does that affect our ability to defend ourselves? What happens to the mind in addition to the body uh, as dehydration occurs? Right. Um, in fact, uh, I know um, I know some of your listeners are going, what does this have to do with preparedness? And the answer is Every- absolutely everything. Everything, absolutely. Um, yeah, because the, <laughs> the one thing you don't want to have to be thinking about in a crisis situation is, is my body shutting down? Am I going to be able to move at the pace I need to? Um, am I going to be the one left behind because I am incapable of movement? Um, <laughs> um, it's it's pretty rough. So uh, if it's okay with you, what I'm going to do is offer some ideas as to rehydrating and then also 
um, being dehydrated and how that can affect us going forward. So um, what I want to make sure that we get in right now is saying what not to do in a situation where you are trying to help someone reverse the process of dehydration. Um, You absolutely want to avoid giving a person a sugary drink or a soda. Okay, a lot of people are thinking, okay, dehydration is lack of fluid, so any fluid will do, and that is not the case. Um, When you are talking about a sugary drink, that can actually make the symptoms worse. Sugary drinks draw more water into the intestines to dilute the sugar, which may increase the frequency and the duration of the diarrhea and also worsen the severity of the dehydration. Um, Sodas are also very, very low in sodium, which is a very important electrolyte that is lost during dehydration. So one of the things I would suggest to the listeners is keep some Pedialyte on hand. Um, Pedialyte is available in uh, a majority of retail outlets, and what it does is has the ability to reintroduce some of the minerals and nutrients back into the body. But again, I have to caution the listeners because if you've got someone who's severely dehydrated, you cannot um, give them too much too quickly. They have to have small amounts of fluids introduced into their body to properly rehydrate, Um, taking small sips. Um, It is recommended that Uh, depending on the person's size and age, uh, reintroducing um, 32 to 64 fluid ounces over a period of 24 hours and or until the diarrhea stops. And I'd I'd like to add uh, beer to that list of Um, (laughs) no-nos. I... I actually had a, a severe dehydration episode in my life once. A short, quick story here. A friend of mine, be, before I, before before I got into guns uh, in the mid '80s, uh, uh, a friend of mine, or actually no, a friend of mine who had not been into guns uh, was into four wheeling, and I'd never gone four wheeling. And he was like, "Hey, I'll take you four wheeling if you show me how to shoot." So we went up into the Four Peaks Wilderness area, and I went with this guy and his his. Uh, Jeep, and uh, we're getting up there, and and we go out and have some fun with the guns, go plinking, and then he's going to take me four wheeling. Well, I had we had a huge water supply uh, just for the day. We were supposed to just go for the day and come back. It was actually 112 degrees out. This was over the July 4th weekend, and wow. we're out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, dozens of miles from civilization. And the guy's gas gauge was broken on his Jeep. And to make a long story short, he he decided, you know, I better pour the ca- the gas from my jerry can into my Jeep because uh, I think I might be close to be running out. I'm like, all right, well, that makes sense. So he pulls over. We get the jerry can out, and we're trying to pour it into the gas uh, tank. And, and he's like, you know, I need to pull up where it's a little more level. And he doesn't put the cap on the jerry can. And so he drives a little further, and the gas sloshes out of the jerry can and gets all over and into our cooler, which had quite a bit of uh, of uh, ice and water in it. 
that was actually chilling some beer and soda that we had. We actually didn't bring a lot of actual bottled water with us, but we had, you know, we had 20, 30 pounds of ice that had turned into water, and he, in essence, contaminated it with gasoline. Then, then before he can park to put the gas in the in the engine, I mean in the gas tank, his Jeep dies and we can't get it started again because his battery that was working but wasn't strapped down. Now I, I won't mention this guy's name, but what kind of a buffoon goes four wheeling without your battery being fastened in the engine compartment? <laughs> so so I didn't know any of this. So his battery actually fell against the engine block and melted and all the water drained out of it. And then the car dies. So now we are literally up a creek without a paddle. We're in the middle of this remote wilderness area, dozens of miles away from anybody. It's 112 degrees outside. We have zero water because it's contaminated with gasoline. And all we have left to drink is a few root beers and, and maybe uh, 12 beers, 12 alcoholic beers. And the first thing he wants to do, you know, I'm like, I'm like, dude, man, you hosed us. We're, we're screwed now. You know, I mean, we can't, we can't hike out. It's going to take us days to hike out. There's no one else up here. We were all by ourselves. And long story short, he wanted to start drinking beer. And I literally, I took the beer. And I opened them up and poured them all out on the ground. I go, we are not going to drink beer. We are going to get through this without beer because beer will make you more dehydrated. And I didn't know at the time that sugary drinks would have done that. We, we ended up taking one root beer each and we, we, it took us two days to hike out. We ended up oh, sleeping. Wow. We ended up sleeping on the side of a mountain ledge. We were up at about 6,000 feet. So it wasn't 112 up there. It was probably in the mid nineties up there. Uh, we hiked as far as we could till sundown. And then we, we, we were literally hiking through thicket. And uh, long story short, the next day we hiked out and we ended up getting to uh, a, a road where some people picked us up and took us to a restaurant where we drank an, in, an copious amounts of water. And uh, we ended up making it. But it was, it was, it was a touch and go there for a while. We went almost a full two days without, without fluids in a hundred plus degree heat. And uh, I'll never forget that as long as I live. I ended up spending three days in bed just hydrating to get back to where I was normal again. It, it, and it was a horrible experience. See, so, yeah, we're coming up on our third break. Uh, when we come back, let's talk a little bit with our listeners about what are some of the late stages of dehydration and uh, some of the other questions. Should we attempt to move somebody who's dehydrated? Uh, and uh, what if I find water but it's too dangerous to build a fire to boil it? How can we purify that? So we'll be right back. We have C.L. Ferris on the Prepper Patch. And uh, this is an exciting thing. The takeaway here is how to avoid death by dehydration by uh, – oh, okay, how to avoid death by dehydration. My board operator is telling me you still have about another minute left here to go. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, we're going to talk some more about death by dehydration and how to avoid that. So, see, we have about 30 seconds left. Let me answer this question really quick. Is Should we attempt to move somebody who is severely dehydrated or is that a bad idea? That's a really bad idea. Because as you mentioned earlier on in the program, their blood has gotten much, much thicker without um, without water in it. Okay. And so these people may be unable to go from a laying down position to a standing up position without losing consciousness okay. because there right. will be a delay hold, in their hold, hold that thought, CL. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Prepper Patch. We will yeah. continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. 
Do you have what your family needs in case of a medical emergency? MedPax USA offers 18 different medical kits or packs and over 100 individual items to meet your medical emergency needs. Whether you need a boo-boo kit for life's normal accidents or for a life-threatening situation with only minutes to live, MedPax USA has what you can't live without. Call MedPax USA at 855-855-5060. That's 855-855-5060. Or go to MedPaxUSA.com. The tragedy of Hurricane Katrina and the FEMA debacle that followed confirms that your family must be self-reliant. Premier Tactical is your all-inclusive source for preparedness supplies, firearms, emergency medical kits, portable solar, and long-term storage food. In today's unstable world, you must be prepared for emergencies and natural disasters. Get equipped today at PremierTactical.com. For personal attention, call 602-828-5554. That's 602-828-5554. Attention all shooters, Shots Ranch, Arizona's premier shooting facility, is now offering Rifle Mountain full-range memberships. Just east of Kingman off the I-40, Shots Ranch offers 35 ranges for pistol, shotgun, and precision rifle. Shoot over 2,200 meters from our Sniper Hill. 1,300 privately owned acres at over 5,000 feet offers stunning views and mild weather. And at day's end, tell your shooting stories at our Shooter's Rest Lodge. Training is available, and we offer overnight RV parking. Call 602-539-4929 or visit www.shotsranch.com today for your outdoor and preparedness needs visit tactical-survival-llc.com whether your interest is hiking hunting camping or self-reliance we have the products to fit your needs water purification freeze-dried foods non-gmo seeds survival bags archery edged weapons camping gear first aid and a variety of survival gear we welcome custom orders contact tactical-survival-llc.com today 602-575-7916 that's 602-575-7916 Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, Preppers, we're back with CL Ferris talking about death by dehydration and how to stay alive. The takeaway is how what to do and how to survive a uh, a situation where you have limited amounts of drinking water. Before we get back to the show, I just want to mention we have the, uh, if you go to the Facebook, the Prepper Patch, we have both the information and RSVP about our September 20th talk that's going to be at the North Scottsdale Christian Church. And we'd love for you to uh, sign up, you know, visit us there on Facebook and do that. And so we can keep in touch with you. That's the Prepper Patch on Facebook for info and RSVP about my North Scottsdale intro to prepping. And, and listeners, for if all the friends and family you have that are not prepping, bring them to this. We're going to give them some real good reasons why to prep. This is going to be an excellent opportunity for t- people to wake up and snap out of the normalcy bias and start preparing for the next black swan event with a life assurance plan. Now, we're gonna, not going to get into the definitions of those terms, but they're all in our free event program that's downloadable off of the PrepperFest Expo website. Go down about two-thirds of the way down the main page. And you can download the March event program, and it has definitions of all of those terms as well as some excellent introductory prepper information to help people wake up. We are here. Our mission is to wake people up. So, CL, we only have maybe seven or eight minutes left. I want to hit some more of these questions. What are some of the late signs of dehydration? You mentioned uh, urine turning to a deep amber. I've I've never experienced anything beyond a dark yellow, and I'm thanking God – 
I hope to never experience a deep amber. But in addition to that, what are some of the other late stages stages of uh, dehydration that people should look for? Well, this is where it really affects any kind of um, ability to move. Um, we've talked about what you can do um, for a bug-in situation, but if you're in a bug-out situation, but you're experiencing late stages of dehydration, your your eyes will start sinking into your skull. Um, it does create a sunken eye look, and this is extremely serious because obviously your eye st- eyesight is starting to be affected, and your ability to judge distances, to focus on an object will decrease, but this will certainly affect your aiming, your firing, and your hitting a target, which could be real problematic if you are facing some kind of invasion with people trespassing on your property. One of the other issues that is, of course, severe is sleepiness is one of the late stages. Um, People are less able to operate at a normal level of activity. They get overly sleepy. They move slower. Their response time is longer. Um, And this is the opposite of what we need in a crisis situation. Um, We were going into another break um, uh, when we were talking about moving someone. Um, people should not be moved, um, certainly not too rapidly. Um, if they are experiencing late stages of dehydration, because um, they are experiencing extremely low blood pressure, possibly a rapid heartbeat or rapid or difficulty breathing, maybe chest and abdominal pain, and very probably a fever because water helps regulate our, our body's temperature. So um, trying to take someone from a laying down position to a standing up position um, will more than likely cause them to lose consciousness. They will, they will be experiencing delays in their, their capillary refill. Um, and one of the things I also want to say, Tony, to the, to the listeners is, People need to understand that in your situation, when you were um, up there in the mountains with that friend of yours in the Jeep, you were able to rebound. You were able to get yourself rehydrated and all was well. But untreated, severe dehydration can produce permanent brain damage. People can go into seizures. Um, They can experience delirium. Um, go into shock or coma, you might not be able to bring them conscious. Um, And certainly, um, it is a medical emergency. People have died from dehydration. So, um, you know, I I can't emphasize how important it is for people to understand that um, this is a, a seriously big deal. Now, if you are in a bug-out situation where you were talking earlier on the program about maybe not being able to build a fire, maybe not necessarily wanting to be detected by others who would be in the area. Um, One of the things you can do initially, if you do have access to some water, is to filter it through a shirt that will at least take the, you know, initial particulates out of it. But it's also recommended 
that you carry small quantities of bleach and small quantities of white distilled vinegar. And the reason I say that to you is we all know that bleach is a disinfectant, but it's not necessarily something you want to be drinking. So if you are able to put bleach and vinegar into the water, that actually creates a difference in the alkalinity and makes it more palatable for your body to be able to absorb. Um, One of the other things I'm going to emphasize to people is that creating, um, um, let me go in a different direction here. A lot of people in a bug out situation will go to a water hole at night thinking that that is going to be the safest time to access water, and that is not correct. Um, We need to understand, and it obviously depends on what area of the country we're talking about, but any of your predators are out at night, and if you are going to be running into um, other people out at night, that is going to put you in a much more dangerous situation. So if you are going to try to access water, do so during the day if you can. Um, it will it will keep you out of harm's way. Um, well, good advice. And, you know, we, we recommend to people to carry uh, basically uh, not chlorine liquid bleach, but uh, pool, pool, pool shock. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, because liquid bleach will decay over time, its potency and its strength. And so if people are storing liquid bleach for years thinking that's going to be their their, their safeguard uh, to purify and, and uh, cleanse water, it's not going to work. After a couple of years, the, the active chemicals in the bleach actually become ineffective. Um, so we, we recommend pool shock. You know, you can buy a one-pound bag of pool shock for four or five bucks at a local uh, pool supply place like Leslie's. And that's, I think it, it's uh, it's good for like 10, 12,000 gallons of water. I mean, it's super concentrated. And the beauty is it doesn't go bad over time. As long as it's kept dry, that that pool shock will work for a long, long time. And, you know, you put some of that. What we've been doing is putting some of a, a, just a few granules of that in, in like a 16-ounce bottle and, and filling it with water and then taking that solution, which is now a really concentrated liquid bleach solution, and using very judicious amounts of that in the water we're actually trying to treat. Right. And uh, I don't have it with me, but there's some formulas for knowing exactly how much to use. Uh, the rule of thumb that I've been told is if you have just, if you're just starting to smell a little bit of the odor of the bleach in the water, you've you've got enough concentration in there to uh, help you with with most of the pathogens that'll be in there. Uh, you don't want right. you don't want to have the bleach so so chlorine smelling that it's uh, it's just overwhelming. And, right, uh, and you. You've also been promoting Berkey, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Berkey products. But i got to tell you, with um, the expos that I've been working, I've had all kinds of people coming up to you know the, the table, and they're all proud and saying, yes, we've got our Berkeys stored away. And I'm like, why are you storing them? No, number one, why aren't you drinking the best water you can right now? But number two, you know, unless you're going to get – several days advance notice when an emergency goes down, you really want to have those filters already primed. So 
if you need to, I mean, the whole idea of being able to bug out is being able to grab and go. Yeah. And, and on that note, what do you what do you think about a product like Life Straw? Have you have you worked with Life Straw? That you know the twenty dollars straw that you're supposed to be able to put in the most toxic, horrible water, and uh, it's supposed to cleanse and purify it to where it's drinking water. Have you had any experience with that? Um, uh, there are actually a number of really good products out there on the market. Um, the one that I like that I've got in my bug out bags in my cars and um, is the the little Berkey Sport. Okay. Um, it is a small little uh, plastic blue bottle with a filter that can actually filter a hundred gallons of water um, and takes out some of the heavy metals and everything else. Okay. But it, as far as being lightweight and you know, a hundred gallons of water is uh, enough to get me somewhere um, somewhere far from where I was. Okay, CL, we're out of time. I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, the show is Death by Dehydration. We got some great tips on how to avoid dehydration, how to identify signs of dehydration. Next week, we're going to have the Berkey guy, Jeff Gleason, on to talk about some of the solutions that Berkey Water Filtration Systems has for people at our Prepper Fest Expo, which, again, our Prepper Fest Expo is coming up October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. We hope to see you there, and we also hope to see you September 20th at the North Scottsdale Christian Church. There's more information about that at Facebook, The Prepper Patch. We'll see you next month is National Preparedness Month. You've been listening to The Prepper Patch with Tony Tangalos. Join us next Sunday at 2 p.m. to discover more steps you can take to become more self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. This is Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Alcoholmakers.com offers distilling equipment to make E85 ethanol, fuel that can power your car, generator, or anything else that runs on gasoline. Take ditch weeds, grass, or sugar water, and a little yeast, and in a few days it will provide the mash you can distill into pure alcohol. Turn seawater into pure drinking water. Learn how you can legally and affordably secure your own energy independence by creating your own fuel alcohol through distillation. Call 480-226-2128 or visit alcoholmakers.com. American Ready Gear provides serious outdoorsmen the tools to survive. They offer waterproof fire starter chips that provide more than six minutes of steady and reliable flame, even in the wettest of conditions. Or use the fire starters for fuel in their solid steel handheld backpacking camp stove to boil water or heat.